Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Bears, Blurs, in Belgium. I am Cameron Crutwig, aka Crut, with my buddy Will. Back again. First episode was great. Got some great feedback. We're back. We're back here again, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna be here every week. So, Will, what's up, man? Nothing, I guess. I need to ask you, you know, how how are you feeling after Sunday night, or I guess Monday morning for you? All- Dude, disappointed, very disappointed, very like classic. You watch the game, first drive, you get a whatever, 30, 40 yard kick return, big run, classic Bears. Start the game off hot, and then just pick in the red zone. I've been saying it for a long time. Not. I mean, you've watched games with me and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. our red zone offense is not good. Very, very bad. I almost would just rather prefer just four runs. Just run the ball four times. And if we turn it over, we turn it over. <laughs> just give me four times where we can at least have a chance to get in the end zone. But, yeah, no, yeah I, man, I, after that first David Montgomery run, I'm like, I still don't have faith. But you look good all game. That's, that's yeah, got to be was, your – yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, everyone this season, what, what was the big thing this season? Oh, the offensive line. We need to, you know, we need our offensive line is so bad. We, it, it, I didn't see it very, very bad last night. Mm-mm. Did we get – we got sacked once. I mean, um, Collinsworth said it on the, on the broadcast. He was like – I'm not even going to try to do a Collinsworth. But he, he said – this is like one of the only games that I've ever called where I haven't mentioned Aaron Donald's name like every other play. We mm-hmm. held him in check. I mean, he had a couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gonna do what he does. He's really good. Like he, he got in on a couple runs. He 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 did what he did. He didn't get a sack though. He he got a, pr- a pressure or two, but but mm-hmm. it's not like we were we couldn't even throw the ball. I mean, we had like whatever it was, twenty one first downs, twenty two first downs or something. But, yeah, it's just our offensive line didn't play bad. I thought we, they really played well, actually. A couple – I mean, a couple runs. So, would you we, say We were pounding the rock. We were doing, doing what we needed to, to have... do. We were moving the ball. That's the first time I've ever seen – and last year, I mean, we moved the ball a little bit. But, like, we consist, we dominated the possession. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. And the defense, I mean, I don't even – I can't. I don't even know how to start. You know me. Like I'm a classic Bears fan. Defense rules all, and that was just. It was bad. It was very bad. Secondary. I mean, I mentioned it on the first episode. When you get rid of guys that we've gotten rid of, uh, Amos is in Green Bay now. Got rid of um, Fuller, who's on Denver. Back reunited with Vangio. Even Bryce Callahan who it was uh, the highest rated uh, – last year he was the highest rated uh, nickel cornerback, slot cornerback in the NFL. He was a bear. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't you can't get rid of guys like that and expect, you know, guys to come in and, and replace, you know, pro bowlers. I mean, Kyle Fuller was a pro bowler. We got rid of him. And I know – I think I, I tweeted that out um, and someone was like, oh, cap space and, or whatever. Hey. What Robert Quinn is doing to the Chicago Bears right now is he, he's legally stealing money <laughs> from the yeah. Bears. Yeah. But, yeah, man, it's, it's disappointing. I mean, if you look at it, we lost by 20. That wasn't The game was closer than that, obviously. We gave him a free 14 points. That one missed tackle. And then I don't even know. The, the, the other one just guys no just wide open. yards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we gave him a free 14 points. If we don't do that, we make him work. Maybe we hold him to a field goal or two. It's it's a different game, but yeah. And also, we'll see what the Rams do the rest of the year. But like you know, they were firing on all cylinders. I didn't know Cooper Cup was like that. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're good. They're good. They're. I've always liked their scheme. Like their head coach is one of the best coaches, football minds in the NFL, mm-hmm. McVay. Like. He he does a good job with with what he's got every year. 
Like no matter he, – he plays to the team's strengths. They run a lot of play action. They didn't run like, you know, whenever I watch a Rams game, I feel like they always have a guy coming over for like a jet sweep. They didn't really run a lot of jet sweeps last no. night. but they, they talked about that a little bit on the broadcast, that they, they're they not as crazy with the, uh, the offensive line as they used to be. Yeah, they used to run like, you know, jet sweep, fake, handoff, stuff like that. But well, remember, we should have brought this up with Clay. Um, we saw the Bears and Rams play in 2018. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, dude. Totally different game. That was yeah, hilarious. just domination. That, that was like a classic Chicago Bears football game, and I'm I'm so happy you got to go and witness that. That was like six, uh, yeah, fifteen to nine or six or something like that. Yeah, Bears got a safety. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley was like, you know, the best Man. rusher in the NFL, and we held him to like under sixty yards. But 2018, man, better times, better times. <laughs> I mean, I mentioned it. I, I maybe I mentioned it. Early, on the first podcast, or maybe just talking curls. Why are why are we continually running curls? It's a hard throw. I, I saw, too. I saw like, on Twitter like we, Andy Dalton didn't throw the ball past fourteen yards. I mean, Dalton didn't play bad. I don't know did, if you watched the game. Probably, um, but I did. I didn't think he played like terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had the interception, which was was bad, but like. I mean, I, I, I've been on Twitter and stuff, and I get what people are saying. Like, the Bears' offense is average with Andy Dalton. Like, it's better than it was last year mm-hmm. a little bit with Mitch. But, like, you got to play Fields. You got to play him. I mean, he's just – he's electric. Like, just when he gets in the game, you know, the fans, everyone, it, it's just – it's electric. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's got to be able to play through some mistakes, but – yeah, I could talk about this for, for a very long time. But, yeah, curls, man, just 10-yard curls. Allen Robinson, whatever he's, top 10 wide receiver, he didn't run a route past 20 yards, 15 yards for that. It's bad, but how the Colts do? They lost? Yeah, similar yeah. kind of frustration. Who'd they um, lose to? I, I didn't really. The I watched a couple. The Seahawks. Actually, kind yeah, of similar games, except, I mean, the offensive line is supposed to be our strong suit, and Wentz just had no time all day. Um, so at least that's something you can point to and try to correct. But, uh, yeah, it was Who's, pretty similar. There are a couple big plays that down. Yeah, oh, dude, I, throw, I saw some bombs thrown by Wilson. Just yeah. absolute bombs. Mm-hmm. That's what they do, though. Yeah. Um, who who's your guys' receivers? Like I feel like I don't know any I don't know anybody on yeah, the Colts. So T.Y. Hilton's out right now. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> Come on, he's the man. He's the man. Something happened he's on the IR. Him. Yeah. Uh. Oh, we got Zach Pascal back. He's pretty good. He's banged up last year. Um. Gosh, the uh, Pittman, Michael Pittman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had a decent showing after kind of a rough year last year, and then I remember watching those games with you. Watching oh, yeah. those games, Paris Campbell is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doyle, State, Doyle. Oh, of course, Doyle had some great plays, man. Yeah. Give him the ball, Mo Ali Cox. Give him the ball. <laughs> Run the ball. Yeah, but oh man, hey. Best thing about NFL is there's 16 more games. Mm-hmm. Next Sunday, you get a chance to prove it. You get a chance to do it again. And I think I think the secondary – I mean, the secondary – I mean, I don't even know what to say, but it's, it's it was bad, okay? It was bad. But next Sunday, they got a chance to redeem themselves. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Bengals. I mean, they're not a bad team. They're not a bad team. Division rivals. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is everyone in the NFC North went 0-1. Yeah. So, it's not like anybody really got ahead of someone. The Packers looked awful. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that, you don't, don't talk yourself into that crut. Right? I know. I know. <laughs> I, dude, remember this. I went on Mully and Haw like – um, during during March Madness, or maybe uh, when we won the MVC last year, and they asked me, who do you think the new Bears quarterback should be? And who, who did I say? 
Jameis Winston. <laughs> and look at he's having a good year. He's five touchdowns. I'm just it's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. So all right. I, I think that's pretty good. Good good yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll keep track of Jameis Winston throughout the year too, just to he's yes. like the new uh He's your new mistake at the quarterback position. Mahomes yes. is kind of out the door. Watson, no, it's Winston. <laughs> All right, well, got Bengals at noon Central Time. Seven here, which is yeah. nice. Finally, don't have to stay up. Just a prime time game here. But All right, well, let's talk some blurs. All right, so blurs, Crut, what you got? I saw the I saw the schedule come out today. The MVC the MVC schedule. It was kind of weird. It's kind of weird. You guys play a game on December first against uh, Indiana State. You you clearly haven't seen it by so the reaction I just I have got. Had three straight <laughs> classes today. I got some yeah. text. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. Yeah, and it's just not on our website yet. December first, you guys play. I'll just tell it to you. <laughs> December. I guess I should be. You know, whatever. Um. December 1st, you guys play Indiana State, and then you don't have a game until January. Okay. (laughs) That's very odd for the MVC. Like, you know how Big Ten does that sometimes? They play, like, an early game. Mm -hmm. That's never happened in the MVC before. Well, at least in my four years. But, yeah, so that would be interesting. So, you guys – It's hilarious that I just can't see it right now. But where where is that Indiana State game? Oh, man. I don't know. I, I just saw it in Indiana State. It's on. Okay. It's on Twitter somewhere. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm sure Loyola men's basketball tweeted it. Okay. So. Yeah. So that's in between. That's in between. It's at home. It's Atlantis. at home. That's nice. It's in between Atlanta so and you, Nepal. So that's a that's a heck so of a you, week. You play them December first, and then you don't play anybody till Southern Illinois, January second. That's very interesting. No, I like that because that means we can probably have a little Christmas break. Yeah, 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 that's true. Last year we only got like what one one day. Yeah, two days because we the the game was on the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, Yeah, again, that's something I don't think a lot of people thought about. I didn't really think about much before you know I was here. Is that you know I spent two Thanksgivings at Coach Moser's house and. Yeah, you know. we they've practiced on on Christmas before. I'm lucky to uh, to have avoided that. Yeah, yeah. we practiced on Christmas Eve last year. We practiced on Christmas Eve. Yeah. But we never not on the day. Yeah. Well, no, we only got Christmas the day off mm-hmm. last year. I mean, that's just sometimes how it rolls. Yeah. You know, and but, part, part of that last year was because of COVID. So yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which hopefully we're in a better spot in December than we were. Also, like crazy. Just no back-to-back games this year. What did you, you think know? of back-to-back like, games? As far as... I want to hear your take on that. I didn't mind them. Like, I didn't mind them, but, like, to play someone twice in a row and not get a home game against them kind of kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucked. And, like, um, like, that Drake series, like, they had fans. They were able to have fans, which... I mean, I don't, I can't. I mean, they, they had a decent amount of fans, if I remember, yeah. at least because we didn't play any games with any fans. So mm-hmm. even a little bit of fans was a lot of fans. And uh, yeah, I mean, they they had a little bit of an advantage. And then like the back the back to backs are just you know just taxing on your body. Yeah, that De- De- definitely matters, and that helped us. Yeah. Yeah. So like it definitely favors like a team that's deeper, like mm-hmm. a team that that has you know more of a rotation. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I mean, I know we've talked and everybody really has has kind of been talking about like the valley's going to be pretty pretty competitive this year, pretty stacked. Yeah, with all so, the seniors coming back, a lot of guys coming back, a lot of talent. Yeah. Hey, and so we'll, we'll get ahead of this right now. We're we are. Huge pro valley podcast, yeah. and we're gonna get other Val- valley members on on the podcast. Give us point. our respect. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna promote the valley as much as we can. I'm ex- I'm ex- I'm uh, interested to see how the valley does this year in the in the uh, you know non conference type mm-hmm. of games and stuff. There's you always see it a couple years, like every year, like a couple teams 
they they play somebody tough or they beat somebody. I mean, I think Drake beat Kansas State last year. Oh, that was not a huge win. I mean, well, what about it's MVC against the Big Twelve. I mean, Evansville beat Kentucky and then didn't Evansville win a game beat Kentucky. Yeah, like you know. So I mean, I don't know. You guys got. I mean, you guys got Vanderbilt. You guys got Michigan State. You can play Auburn, UConn. We talked about that battle for Atlantis. So, I mean, there's tons of chances. You and I is going to be tough. AJ Green coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot of Valley hoops. It kind of sucks right now. Like, it's the preseason. There's not really anything to like talk about. Yeah. You know. So, like, when when the games get going, we'll talk a bunch of Valley. Talk a bunch of just you know. Hoops. So, anything else you got? Anything else interesting going on? Yeah, I know I, Drew, mean, I saw Drew threw the first pitch at the Cubs game. Yeah, so we're recording this on Tuesday. Um, and tonight we get to see Lucas throw out the first pitch at the White Sox game. Yeah, that's sick. That Hometown sick. hero. So, that, that, that'll be know. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big baseball guy, so I don't <laughs> – Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, not very good it, at we it. Have plenty of family and friends. There. It's so cool, though. In terms of basketball, yeah. So we, uh, we, this is the period of time where you can go eight hours a week. So four hours on the court, four hours in the weight room. So, you know, all those hours. And that's with the coaches. Obviously, we play a little bit and work out uh, on our own as a team. So, yeah, this, this, we're, as soon as we're, we step foot on campus, it's our job to improve as a team. So we're, we're going hard right now. It's it's good to be back. When does practice officially start? It's got to be September, end of September. Yeah, the the week where it's like the end of September and first week of October. But yeah. that, for us, that just means an increase in hours. So that's a grind. That is a grind. Mm-hmm. Practice, you know, what Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday off. That I mean, it just becomes so like you know, Monotonous. regimented and I mean, yeah, right, right, right. So that's all we got for blurs today, folks. So we're going to, we're going to, once the season gets rolling and, and things start to pick up, we'll, we'll have more for you. We'll, we'll sprinkle some stuff in before then. But yeah. Yeah. Out of time. All right. That's good for blurs. Let's talk some Belgium. All right. All right. Belgium. Well, I learned today. So, Preseason is almost over. We have a game tomorrow, Wednesday. We play a, a French team near Dunkirk. We play by Dunkirk. I might, I might try to tell the bus driver, you know, hey, scoot, up, scoot on over after the game. But so we play a French team. Um, there will also be a lot of World War II history references in this podcast. So yes. if you don't know Dunkirk, look it up. And, look it up. And Belgium World but, War One as well. Yeah, but um. So, yeah, so we, we play a team out there. Like every game we have, I, I look at, you know, where the team is and I kind of zoom out. I'm like, oh, do I know any of these places? No. Mm-hmm. But so we play a French team and then uh, that's tomorrow. And then on Saturday, we have a cup game. So like in every, you know, it's just like soccer. In every country, there's like a cup and it's, mm-hmm. do, it's domestic so, like, teams from first, second, and third division um, are, are all in it. I, I'm not sure how you get in, but I know we're in it. And um, we play we play a second division team, um, and it's crazy. I just learned today, just learned today, that they, they are going to start the game up 5-0. <laughs> I've never had that happen to me ever. They have a handicap. They're going to the, – the game is going to yeah. be – the starting lineups, you're going to get to the circle and you're going to look at the scoreboard and it's going to be 5-0, to zero, the other team. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Some tough odds. And they were telling me, and they were telling me, um, some of the guys that, that used to, uh, that played earlier, they used to, they said that it used to be, you would start up, so it's five points for every division you're in. Mm. Like, if we played a third division team, we'd start down 10. Mm. And then... It used to be another five points for every foreign player you have. Hmm. Saying they were saying they would start games down thirty-five to zero. That's unbelievable. 
and they said they would win. Like that that's just crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But so how the cup works is like, you know, it's it's just March Madness. Just single game. Um at least to my knowledge. I think maybe the, the semis might be no, I don't think so. I think it's just it's just single game elimination. Um and then, you know, there's a winner. So mm. it's it's like the Belgian Cup winner. So yeah, so a lot of people, a lot of people have been asking me, like, oh, how can we watch these games? Like, I had, we had probably three or four mailbag questions this week. Like, how can you watch the game? How can you watch the game? So um, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still kind of getting. I've, I've got some people at the club um, that are going to get like a kind of like a cheat sheet, what you have to do. So hopefully by next next week's episode, we'll have that. So come back and listen to next week's Belgium segment, and I'll tell you how to how to watch the games, but. This year, we're this is like the first year of this league. It's called like the Benex League. So it's the Belgium and the Netherlands League are into one. So um, they're doing a lot of like stuff, a lot of promotions uh, and everything. So the games will be free to watch and they're, they're supposed to be in like 8K. We had a guy come in and, and like tell us all this stuff. But um, it's like you play the Belgian competition, you play everybody in Belgium, and then. The top five from the Belgian league, top five from the Netherlands league go to like they play another in another like competition that's like in February. And that's like you play everybody home and home. And then wherever you seed in that, you then play. So you play for the Belgian regular season title. And then you play in like the, and they'll play in the Dutch regular season title. Mm-hmm. And then we'll play in a Benext like league title so it's 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 interesting but it, it's it's a shitload of games let's just put it that way what about what about continental like how oh, does- yeah i mean so it's i've had to explain this a bunch too like there's i guess there's like four levels there's four european competitions yeah. is what they're called like european competitions hmm. um so there's the euro league which is top the top the best the best of the best, like it's kind of their own thing. Um, then there's the Europe Cup, which is one below that. Um, it, it's all you know, pools. You play, you get a pool. You play each other home and home. Then the top two go and play in like a, you know, uh, it might be a, a series elimination, best of three, or it might be uh, like a March Madness style. I'm not sure, but so then, so there's Euro League. Then there's Europe Cup. Then there's Champions League, and then there's FIBA Euro Cup, mm-hmm. and that's the one that we're in. Okay. So um, we're in a pool with a team from Lisbon, Portugal. Um, so that's pretty unreal. Then we we're in a team we're in a pool with a team from Athens. So we're going to Athens and Lisbon this year, which would be pretty sick. Yeah. And then we're in a team uh, from Belgium, another team from Belgium, which I don't really know how that worked out, but it did. So, hmm. so yeah, COVID related. So how do you how do you advance in that? Like, how do you go up a tier? Do you, does it matter about how you do in that competition? Yeah. So like last like last year, the Antwerp Giants played in uh, Europe Cup, which is the second was the second highest one, ah. um, and. They lost. I think they only won one game. Okay. Um, I, I they just had some some team stuff. I I don't know. So like, then we got booted down to you know. It, it it all depends on. I'm I'm not an expert on this stuff. I was still figuring out. But like, uh, I I'm sure it depends on like how you do. Like if we do really well in this, we could bump up. To, Next year. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think it's re- it's like pretty hard. It's actually it's really hard to like make the jump from Europe cup to Euro league. Mm-hmm. Like Euro league is like a whole, like a, you know, a different animal type thing. Those are teams that got, you know, the best resources, the best, all, all that type of stuff. So um, yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Like uh, Saturday we played uh, Hamburg from a team from Germany, Hamburg, mm-hmm. and they play like um, they play Europe cup. So like, a lot of teams, like we played another team that was in uh, Europe Cup. We played teams that were in Champions League. So it's very interesting to see like where all the teams, where all the teams kind of line up. So 
Yeah. Other than that, I mean, yeah, we've just been kind of lifting, doing doing all this other stuff. So games are starting. The season starting to, is literally right around the corner. So mm-hmm. um, this is like I said, it's the last preseason game, and then and then we're we're going. Um, so, so yeah, just that's trying pretty to get good for everyone to have like a grip on that. I, that's probably one of the major hurdles people have, and just understanding how. It's all connected, so that, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and, I was and, trying to explain that to like you know my high school coach, my dad. Like it's it's a very complex system, like to us, to Americans, because you know, yeah, we don't have any anything like that. So single, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Cool. You'll, you'll be going, you know, to Portugal and Athens for sure, and hopefully some more places after that. Um, yeah, and those games are like you know you go the day before and then you stay the night. So like it it will be we'll maybe get to do some stuff and see some stuff. I will will now throw it over to our guest for the week, first inaugural guest. Don't get me started. Kurt and I have had a different twenty four hours than than you than play as far as our our football teams. Oh, yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, well, we welcome on now our first guest. First ever guest. Uh, really uh, really going kind of crazy here in terms of celebrity. Final Four participant, 2018 Missouri Valley Player of the Year. Uh, former professional Hooper out in uh, Warclaw? Is that how you say it? You say it, Vrotswav. You have to... It's oh, a v. v. It's with a V. Yeah. Okay, there's no chance I was going to get that. Vrotswav. Uh, you're also the three-point contest champion. People forget. Beat, beat Fletcher McGee and everyone, so that was good. Um, but you're now the men's basketball director of video operations and player development at University of Oklahoma. So what's up, Clay? I just appreciate you guys having me on, man. I'm, I'm honored to be the first guest. That was a that was a heck of an intro, and uh, – I heard, listened to the first pod, really enjoyed it. I think you guys are killing it, so uh, just happy to be on here. Interesting, man. It is very interesting. Former teammates, you know, like we're the like I was pretty much we're pretty much best friends. You know, a couple couple years ago, not we still are friends, but haven't talked to you in a, in, a, in a while. But like now, it's I'm interviewing you. You know, Mr. Custer, co- coach. Should we call you coach? It hurts that you don't think we're still best friends, man. That's, that, I mean, that's I mean, we are friends, but it's just been it's it's died down from hanging out with you every day to <laughs> talking to you a couple times a week. So, well, man, I just hope at some point on this pod, I want to hear about your first grocery store experience in Belgium because my my first grocery store experience was was a fiasco. Whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, I mean, like, you played over overseas for how long? I was just there for like basically one season. Basically. A short stint. It was a short stint. <laughs> it was a short stint. But you, I mean, you probably had some of the same experiences that I'm I'm having right now. Just like, you know, going into stores, like you said, or pretty much anything. Like, what's going on right now? I know. My you first. Know? My first. Uh, my funny. I got one quick one. It's I went in there and I was trying to get some laundry detergent. And I was going down the aisle, and it like the wording on the labels is just like oh, ridiculous. It's impossible. <laughs> I have no idea what it's impossible. Like. I have my phone out with like the Google Translate. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a good like, trick. You do the picture, and it like, I don't know, and it shows you what it is. But I, I was like pretty sure this is laundry detergent. So I was like, I'm not going to use the Google Translate. Like, this has to be laundry detergent. <laughs> so then I go back to uh, my place. I'm about to do laundry, and I'm like, you know what? I should double check and make sure this is laundry detergent. <laughs> And I double checked, and it was toilet bowl cleaner. I was about to put <laughs> toilet bowl cleaner in the washing machine. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, like, so everyone that I've talked to out here, like in in Antwerp, a lot of people speak English, right? And a lot of the stuff is in English, like the ads and stuff around town are in English. But a lot of the people I've talked to is like, yeah, like one of our, one of my buddies on the team played in Lithuania last year, and he was like, yeah, no one spoke English. And then he was like, if you go to Poland, no one speaks English. So, like, it's definitely a different dynamic. Like, I can communicate a little bit. Like, did your coach speak a lot of English or no? No. no. Oh. Like, barely. Barely. He he could, like, kind of – he had to at least try 
because like yeah. he would have been absolutely screwed if he like didn't at least know a little bit, but he didn't know very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's a good thing. My coach, he he speaks pretty good English, so like I can, you know, talk to him and he can. I mean, it's, some of it's like broken and it's funny sometimes, but like he knows he knows what he's talking about. So, um, but yeah. So you played one season. Now you're now you're coaching. You're at Loyola. Well, a lot of people don't know you. We're at Loyola. What? Our junior, my junior year, right? And for for like a couple practices, and then you, uh, and then you left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for, when I for another brief stint, <laughs> that was another, that was a brief stint as well. Yeah. <laughs> when I came back, yeah. When I came back from Poland, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I was, yeah. So I volunteered. I came to, I came to a couple games. I came You're to a couple games. I came to that Vanderbilt game in Phoenix. Um, yeah. And then I had an all right game there. Yeah, that was your triple double. I forgot. Yeah, yeah that was your triple good double. Game me. A great game. That was yeah, a great game. Great and, coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, then you guys I, remember on that trip? Uh, didn't they lose uh, coaches' bags on that trip? Yes. Yes. Do you remember that? that yes. we, we flew commercial. It was over winter break, and we flew commercial, and we got like two days early, and. Uh, yeah, they lost his bag. Oh, he was pissed. The yeah. only person. The, the only, only person that we shouldn't <laughs> lose the bags of. Yes. Yeah, that's a good story. <laughs> All right, so then you, you spent the whole last season with us and contributed so much, and uh, obviously we're pretty successful with that. Uh, so now you're out in Oklahoma. So what can you tell people about what your day-to-day is and kind of what your responsibilities are? Yeah, so my obviously I know you said my title at the beginning. It's a little bit of a – it's a long tongue twister kind of, but I'm in charge of all the video stuff. So, you know, practice, you know, after practice is over, I watch it and pull and get better tape. The classic get better tapes. Um, get better tapes. Everybody hears about. Um, but, you know, like it, I'm also very involved in like the recruiting. Like if we have recruits, I have to, you know, come up with like a cool a highlight video of the recruit mixed in with, you know, some of the stuff that coach likes to do. Oh, um, Yeah clips of uh, we actually you know we show some Loyola stuff obviously because that's coach's style of play and so we kind of show the parallels of what the recruit does side by side you know with with what we did at Loyola just to show them how they fit in and um, that stuff's kind of cool and then the player development aspect of it it's crazy so compliant like you're not I'm not really allowed to do much with them Um, it's part of my title but it's it's in your title but um it's like not really allowed in my position. So I can't do much with it. I wish I, that would be my favorite part of the job. Yeah. Working dudes out and stuff. Yeah. Working dudes out and stuff um, would be like my favorite part of coaching. But, uh, but you know, and then other things is it's just like coach, just there's always something to do. Right. 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 Yeah. So just wherever, any wherever yeah. Like where you just roll with the punch, whatever, whatever I'm asked to do, I do it. And um, it's been good so far. I'm learning a lot. I think taking over a program is going to be a good experience for me in coaching, like learning what it kind of takes to take over a new program and try to build it from, you know, how you want it. Yeah. yeah how you want it and all that stuff. I think um, that's all good stuff. So we're, we're getting used to, we obviously we didn't have football at Loyola. So one of our challenges yeah. is like having these big football weekends with the recruits and the logistics of, you know, we have a tailgate and then we had to walk them down to the, field get them to their seats and you know all this type of stuff so who did the, who did they play uh in the, the first game so they played Tulane and they, they almost yeah almost took it yeah. took L um, they almost lost I I don't I don't follow college football at all so they were favorite they're like 35 point favorites they ended up winning 40 to 35 so it was close oh. um but this past weekend was ridiculous they played Western Carolina and won 72 to 0 <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I don't like college football. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, what are we doing? <laughs> they play Nebraska this weekend, and, and obviously, well, that should be well, close. It's a, well, yeah, it shouldn't be close. It absolutely should not be close. But, but it's like a historical. I didn't realize how big of a rivalry Oklahoma Nebraska was, but I guess it's a huge rivalry. So, uh, so like, are are there like the football facilities like out of this world? So it's crazy. I haven't been in there yet. A lot of our staff has. I just I haven't been in there yet. But from what everybody says, it's absurd. Yeah. yeah. And I guess we I didn't realize 
we're basically at like a school. It's a it's like a blue blood, like it, the equivalent yeah. of like basketball. Like this is a blue blood of football, and it's people are crazy about football around here. Spencer Rattler's gonna make you know probably a million plus off NIL this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I mean it's it's That's crazy. Not- their back their backup quarterback was the number one quarterback in the country. I mean, <laughs> he came in and didn't miss a beat. Like they were, I mean, they were winning by 50, but he came in and was like playing really well. So it's been, it's been cool though. It's cool. It's cool being in a football, football town. So. Yeah. Something we didn't really get to get to experience much at Loyola. Just, just not a, not a very big uh, football school. Actually not a football school at all. Um, we were the show. We were, we were the show though, that which was good. Yeah, that was, that was fun. That was fun. But um, yeah, so uh, Kansas city guy, big chiefs fan. What uh, what do you got to say about week one? So, didn't come out very well, but like that's one good thing about being a Chiefs fan is you can be down like fourteen or twenty one at halftime and and yeah. not be too worried about it because like we they actually happened a lot last year where we'd be down by like ten or fourteen and a half and you're not real worried yet um, just because you know that we can blow like our offense can just explode at any time. Um, but I was te- I was actually texting Braden, Braden Norris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was texting Braden. Me, Cooper Capus, who obviously played, and then we were Oh, my God, the biggest phony fan of the Chiefs I've ever yeah, seen. He is a phony fan. You were He's so phony. Uh, he wasn't watching the game. I oh, really? Think, I don't think he was watching the game. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he wasn't watching the game. But uh, we, were, we were just talking trash over the text, and um, – I was telling him, I was like, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs played like our C game and the Browns played like one of their better games. We still, I'm feeling good. I'm just, I'm feeling pretty confident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wish I, wish I could say the same. (laughs) (laughs) But no. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, Oklahoma, you guys are doing well. I mean, what are you working out and stuff when uh, the season starts? What, like November? And and, and you guys going anywhere like, uh, like a, like a, event or preseason tournament or not preseason but like you know we went to like Caymans we went to Fort Myers you guys in any like big tournament shootout we're in Myrtle Beach we're in Myrtle Beach this year Myrtle so, Beach. so who, who yeah. else is in it Eastern Carolina Indiana State's actually in it hmm. uh Davidson NBC baby Davidson um those are a few of the few of the schools in there um but we might end up playing NBC school it should be kind of which would be kind of funny yeah, that would be that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. So we're working out. We're work. We have workouts now, and then it's like kind of big recruiting season right now. Like just every weekend, every home game, we'll have like a bunch of recruits coming in for football games and all that. So, okay. So like now that you're a coach, which I love calling you coach. That's hilarious. Coach, Coach um, Custer. You're you're the first one that just well, started calling me coach all the time, and I love coach. it. Well, yeah. That's many, you know, I'm gonna say something real quick. Not many people know. Not many people know this. Maybe they do know this. Maybe maybe a lot of people do know this. But your name is actually William, not Clayton. And we're, I never putting that in the episode notes. William Clayton Custer. Sorry yeah. for privacy reasons, but people got to know. Yeah, I, I appreciate you letting everybody know. That. How did that? Where does that come from? <laughs> is Clayton a, a, like William? William is Bill. Like I know William and Bill are the same but i did not know that <laughs> yes so i'm pretty sure they're both family i think i had like to be honest with you i don't really know i know that there was a clayton in my lineage at some point okay um, so they wanted to get clayton in there i think and i think william might have been somebody in my a great grandpa or something was also william so but they named me william without ever actually expecting to call me that they were going to call me oh they were going to call me clayton from the beginning like that wasn't Mm. my choice to like go by it wasn't your choice it wasn't my choice it's an infant (laughs) they they just started calling me clayton and yeah um and i think they might have done it just because they thought william clayton custer sounded better than clayton custer yeah all right you can go back to your question (laughs) (laughs) to clarify that okay so as a coach especially being a coach uh for the guy you played for um, you know, in that system, is there something like you uh, think about more you didn't fully appreciate, uh, you know, as a player and now now you're coaching? Yeah, I mean, I guess when I was a player, 
you're kind of when you're a player and you you know you're going to class and you're you have lift and you're doing all this stuff you're like you kind of think like what are like what are those guys doing what are this what is the staff doing up there? <laughs> yeah, yeah what could they possibly be doing up there like for the whole day <laughs> um, and now you're that guy but now i'm in that situation and there's there's just way more things to ha- to do than you would think like there's never not something to do like mm-hmm. you could stay in the office for a long time like late every night because there's always something else to do um and even if there isn't anything to do like you kind of want to get better you want to find a good baseline out of bounds play you want to try to bring value wherever you can and in this business like there's a lot of people that want to be on a staff at a d at the d1 level so there's people out there that would work their butts off just to be in the situation so you you got to continue to you know work hard and bring, on top of it. bring value or you're going to lose your spot on the staff mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. um you just got to kind of constantly think about how can you make the team better how can you help the players get better you know that that has to be your mindset at all times but i think that was the biggest thing because like when i was a player i was like i mean it'd be pretty cool it'd be like pretty nice yeah every time you see the coaches like they, they look like they're just kicking it you know like <laughs> hey what's up what's up I was like hey what's up what's up but yeah. like you're like what are these guys doing but obviously we knew like the coaches did a lot like scouting and stuff but like every time you're up there they're just like kind of like what's up crud how you doing and stuff and, but like i'm probably interrupting what they're doing yeah it seems like they're just like chilling in like the conference room or something like that but yeah, usually, yeah right. usually they're usually they're doing something yeah and like a lot of the stuff i mean you mentioned like some of it's not even basketball like related i mean it is but it's more like um like I don't know, like, uh, what am I trying to say here? There's, like, compliance sometimes. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, stuff Um, Stuff that doesn't really have to do with, like, practice, you know, and stuff like that, like organizational stuff and and everything. Like, their scheduling you got to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, recruiting stuff, like, what what graphics do we need to get to this player? Like, what, what do we think? this kid wants to see like on a graphic or can we make a, a video to send to somebody in recruiting? And I mean, there's just so many different things that, that can go into it. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously me and you both share a little, uh, a little history, Loyola history. Obviously we're both final four guys. Will you missed out one year. It's all right. <laughs> maybe this year, maybe that, maybe this year's your guys. Yeah, your time. You were there, though, right? Well, you were at the you were at the final four that year. No, so I was already basically decided that I was going to come, but um, I only went to Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight, so that was awesome to see. But no, I did not go to the final four. I got you. So I got you. I knew you were there during the run. I I remember that you told me that you. That was cool. Yeah. So, what were you saying? So, I mean, like we we got this mailbag segment and everything, and everyone wants to know, like, what's your favorite memory or what's your favorite, you know on the court or off the court type of thing. And, and uh, you know, what do you remember the most? What sticks out to the most? So, uh, yeah, just just uh, just give it – maybe I'll remember it too. Yeah. Um, so, Final Four, for, so part of, like, the run, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, you can really mention anything from March on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, obviously, I think it was maybe more of a relief, but also – like when we won, we had to win the conference tournament that year, and I think there was like a lot of pressure, you know. So winning, winning the just the conference tournament was obviously a great, um, a great relief. But also, I mean, we felt good about winning the conference, which was sweet. Um, I remember, remember the dinner when we first got to the Final Four with just the other teams, and yeah, 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 the, uh, like Coach the Self convention. That was when like Coach didn't Coach Self come up to you and you were like. He was like, you have the best footwork. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was sick. That was sick. As a, as what, like a, I was 19, I was 18 year old, 19 year old kid. And like, remember Turtle from Entourage? He, he yeah, gave a speech. Yeah, yeah, he was a guest speaker. And then uh, Nance, you know, did what, what he does. And, you know, it was, what it was all great. And like, they had like the, uh, what was it like? You had to go up there and they like, you had to, you had to pick a basketball and, it was like, who's the funniest on the team or who's the best dancer? And you had to, like, say. And then, like, after it was just kind of, like, mingle time. And, 
I'm like, just kind of, I'm kind of walking out got the, you know, I got the chops going and everything. And, um, I just get like a tap on my shoulder and it's, it's coach self, dude. I'm like, Holy shit. And he's like, you know, I just love your game. Like you got, you got some of the best feet I've ever seen for like so young. And I was like, damn, that's, that's pretty sick. And you guys were talking, remember we had final four, like media day and stuff. And, uh, like, it was you and Ben, and you guys were like right after him, and you guys were talking with him and too. Yeah, too. Was just like the Kansas. City. So we we knew like he knew who we were, you know, growing up, just because we were Kansas City guys. So it was good. He, I've always thought he. Was, I mean, I've always thought he's a great, great dude. But that 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 dinner was really cool. That was one of my favorite experiences because um, I think that remember I yeah. So they were up there. I got to be up there for that with like I think it was like Devonte Graham, Mo Wagner, and, and uh, Jalen Brunson. So I was like, up there. Oh, yeah, they're all they're all in the league now. Yeah, and uh, they were asking those questions. I forget what questions I had. That was one of them. Funniest guy on the team. I no, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't. I can't remember. But it was cool because, like, like you said, like Jim Nance was the moderator for it, which was yeah. Which was sweet. And um, they talked to the coaches. It was like Jay, who uh, Jay Wright, John Beeline. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was cool to see. The gift, like the gift situation. The gift situation. Yeah. Yeah. You like, I guess for the, for the listeners, it's like you get to the final four and there's, there's like a gift room. Yeah. And And just in a hallway, just like you walk down the hallway and there's like a guy outside. He's like this way. And then you walk in and there's just like, just a bunch of stuff in there. (laughs) TVs. Like speakers. speakers, Yeah. Couches. Like headphones. It's every player's dream. Yeah, and so you get seven points. So each gift has a point value. So like, if you got the lazy boy, rec- the nice lazy boy recliner, like that was a seven pointer. So if you got the seven, so you just you got, got one recliner, thing. That was your yeah. one thing. Or so there's a little strategy involved. There's a little strategy involved, and you had to yeah. figure out. I went seven. Point. I went seven points hard and just one item and got out. <laughs> I got a really? TV. Got a TV. Still have it to this day. I think I got some headphones and a speaker. That but do I you still have those things or no? I lost both probably. Yeah. I don't have either one. That's why you get the seven point. <laughs> it lasts longer. I think Porter, Coach got Coach got the recliner. He got That's a couch awesome. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Dave, our strength coach, he got a bed. They had, bed, they had beds in there and shit. They had anything you wanted. Literally anything you wanted. He got like a Tempur-Pedic mattress, like in a box. That was awesome. That was awesome. But like, is it sometimes hard for you to like remember some of the stuff that happened? Like everyone asks, like, oh, what's your favorite memory? What's your favorite? And you're just like, I mean, you like, you remember like the really cool stuff, like the point or the point system or like, you know, talking and Jim Nance or like a famous person. But like, I can't remember like what we did every day, man. Like it's just... We were just in the hotel, walkthroughs. Like, it would be boring to some people what we did. It was so, like, so regimented and such a routine. Like, it's crazy you said that because, so Will sent, you know, Will was like, all right, like, these are some of the things we might talk about on here. And so I, one of them was like this was like, think about some of your favorite memories. And I was thinking that exact thing that you just said. It's like, like hard to pick. Or I like, wish I could remember. remember like all the little, like the smaller things, but I can't remember all the smaller things. It's hard to remember all. Like as time yeah. goes by, it's just hard to remember it all. And like you, you and I have been asked that question probably, you know, hundreds, a hundred of times. But it's just like it's such a question that you have to, you have to be asked that question but I like wish, going back i wish i would have written like in a journal during that time it, it would have been today we walked through in a ballroom <laughs> we went over all the other teams plays well and we it seemed like we were always doing something there wasn't a lot of downtime so yeah it blur, right, right, right. it's almost like a blur in my head yes like, dude yeah. yes yes yeah but yeah it's crazy. It's crazy when you think about that because, like, everyone in the moment, like, you're, you, were, we were so like in the moment, in like trying to be like present and focus on like the here and now that you just kind of forget like all the little stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I like San Antonio. I really don't have like a ton of memories from that. Like, I can't even picture the hotel. I remember there were like murals of us and stuff, but like. 
I can't really even picture like what the room looked like or what the what the ballroom looked like that we were like eating in and stuff. Yeah. Just, I just remember I we had the security guard outside the elevator blocking. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could come onto our floor. Right? Yeah. Hmm. I remember Atlanta way more than I remember San Antonio for some reason. And that that Atlanta hotel was really cool. Like it was it was that huge like tower and it had all the underground rooms and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one was sweet. And like, I mean, we just had a sea of people down there. When yeah, we that last there. game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was cool. Well, so we actually, uh, as a team, have kind of been talking about that team a little bit. We watched some film, um, and just getting ideas, and you know, showing showing guys some of the stuff we do. Um, in terms of on the court, and you can test this yourself too if you want. Like, what do you think is a trait that team had? that got you guys there that people lack or don't value enough? Like, like what's, what's something on the court that, that really guided you guys to being in that position? That's a really good question. Um, I think we had, correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't agree with this, correct, but like we had multiple guys. Like, I feel like there's a lot of teams that, you know, you have one guy or two guys that like aren't afraid of the moment and are, aren't scared to take a big shot. And not just because we made buzzer beaters. I'm not talking about, like, the buzzer beaters. I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like, just guys who weren't scared to, like, go make a play in a time that mat- – like, in a crunch time situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, Dante Ingram, he had that, man. Like, he, like obviously he made that Miami shot, right? And that's kind of what started it. But, like, I can remember, um, you know, we played Illinois State at home. We, we Like, tough Valley games. Like, we didn't really – like run through the valley that much that year. Like it was all like pretty close, tight games. And like, you know, there's four, there's like three fifteen left. We're up like eight, you know, it could go either. We can make a shot and go to 11 and the game's probably over or we, you know, miss, we come, they come down, they score at six. It's a whole new game. And like, we just made all the, we made those shots all year long. Like, you know, the like big time possessions where it's like, this possession is going to determine like if you're going to if you're going to go on or it's going to be tighter and we always we just found a way to like you know get a layup or get a get a great shot we always we always seem to kind of just like knock it in and it was it was awesome whether whether it was like yeah it was either like a shot or we like we got so many I feel like every time we needed to get a stop we got a stop right right mm-hmm. yeah like we got to stop yeah it's something like it's like resiliency you know it's it's resiliency and it's like you know, like Clay said, like not being afraid to step up in the moment, not being afraid to, you know, to fail. I mean, you, you, you know, something like that. And, and obviously the the shots, Clay had one, Marcus, Dante, the, those shots are great. But like you, not many people watched us in the Valley. Like we were winning dogfights. It wasn't like we were just mm-hmm. like blowing teams out. We were winning dogfights. We were becoming mentally tougher. And, and that kind of helped us in, in those games. I mean, if you look at the, the tournament games, all the tournament games, we're up – I remember it against Tennessee. We're up like 10 with like I, – I can't remember the time, like six, seven or six. Five, yeah, five, yeah or five or six. And like, you know, if you're up by 10 with five minutes left, you should probably win, you know. And, and we let them back in and that like – you see that so many times. A team's up by so much. A team starts r- rolling on them and then they just fold. You know, they just fold and the other team wins. But, no, we, we kind of had that mental toughness, resiliency type type of mindset to, to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. That's Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Th- those are similar points we, we discussed as a team uh, recently. So that's good to hear. Um, I guess we'll close out. I think I want to ask every former loyal player this, whoever we have on, hopefully plenty. Uh, but for the real Rambler fans out there, I want to know your favorite – Loyola basketball memory, excluding the Missouri Valley tournaments and you know the postseason tournaments, the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah, like 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 what's a win or just you know <laughs> something that happened that that you you'll always think about you you'll, you'll remember. So like a basketball memory, right? yes, yes. Um, I think I don't know. I think winning. I think the Florida. Put you on the spot there. Yeah, the Florida win obviously comes to mind right away. Um, 
Yeah, that was nuts. Like I got hurt, but like just mm-hmm. winning a game in that in that atmosphere and just seeing like how happy we all were after the game and Dude, I can remember you at that game. Like you're on your crutches and we won and you're like you're like hopping to half court. You have one crutch in the air. That was that was sick. That was sick. I was like I yeah, that was that game was sweet. Just winning in like atmosphere. I don't know. That was cool. What what else? Um that trip was brutal. That yeah, trip we had was to brutal. drive back to Orlando or whatever. Yeah, we flew into Orlando, then drove to Gainesville, which is like two two hours. And then after the game, we drove back to Orlando, stayed in a hotel, and got a. We got back to the hotel at like two a.m., and then we had a flight at like you know eight commercial. It was crazy. Yeah, it was grueling. Um, but other than that, like my favorite memories are just like being at beep, yeah. uh, in the apartment. Um, obviously, during our time, and I think it seems like still. Beep be the the place to to hang out so i don't uh, know if we want to include that on here (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll bleep it out people are are gonna start showing up oh yeah um but i mean just being in there with all the guys and that's what made it all so special like at loyola just because it was never clicky it was never you know Mm. three guys hanging out three guys hanging out over here three guys hanging out over there it was like all of us would come and we'd all be having a good time, yeah. whether it was like catchphrase or like um, <laughs> all that stuff that we play. Um, Heads up, Crut. We went Heads through the up. we went through the Guitar Hero phase. We were playing Guitar, guitar Hero. Hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was horrible. Those are really my favorite memories. Like it's the off the sure. stuff. Definitely, sure. definitely. But I do want to say before I get off for the listeners, we got to get some Loyola alum. I don't care who it is. Yeah. We gotta buy. Somebody's gotta buy sixty three. Yeah. Because man, that's well, you can't comment on this, but it's a it's a big part of like Loyola and like I know everybody during the run knows like sixty three is like a big part of the the culture and like the experience at Loyola and somebody needs to. I don't know how much. It costs. Is it still painted red? Is it still painted oh, yeah. red? And yeah, okay, it's totally normal. And I I did hear Clay that it's. It's like a noise ordinance issue because the retirement home is right there. So that's part of it, probably. Yeah, excuses. Maybe. Yeah, we got Maybe. But, but regardless. That's need to get figured out, man, because yeah. that's such a big part of, like, the experience of going to Loyola. So. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my, cool. that's my, that's my signing off. Uh, yes. Statement. Okay. Yes. All right, well, Clay, man, thanks for coming on. First ever guest, the initial guest. You know, we appreciate it. Teammates, brothers for life, like we always talk about. And, uh, you know, wish you guys success at Oklahoma in your coaching career and everything. And uh, definitely, obviously, we're going to we're gonna keep in touch. And uh, for sure, man. Of course. No, I mean, I, thanks again for having me on. You know, I love you guys. We'll, we'll be in touch. And uh, I'm excited for to, to hear it and see how, how it turns out. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Thanks, Coach. All right. Yep. All right, Coach. Cool, guys. All right, so that was great to have Clay on. Um, always good to hear his voice. But uh, now let, let's get into the mailbag. First uh, ever. I appreciate, yeah, we got plenty of uh, responses. A lot of questions. We're not going to be able to get to everyone. Um, we, we've selected a couple here. I guess first crut, um, which I don't totally know the answer to this. Uh, this is from Rob Hayes, class of 2000 at Evergreen Rob. Goblers. Yeah. <laughs> Walk us through your average day-by-day in Belgium. Can't really tell you. Good that. question. It's a very good question. So, I mean, typically as an athlete, um, we, we have practice every day from 10 to 10 to noon. 10 to noon, you go get to the practice facility. So, I'll probably wake up at like 8, 8.15, shower, you know, kind of go through my morning routine, eat some breakfast, need some, need some fuel for, for practice and, and, and everything. Um, kind of get my stuff, grab my stuff, get in the car. Um, we, we have three guys that live uh, in, in the same complex. So usually we carpool just to, you know, have someone to talk to on the drive over and just to kind of why, why I'll drive when we all live, you know, within 10 feet of each other. Saving the environment. Just saving the environment. Europe, man. That's what it is. So, so it's either I'll text, you know, I'll text the guys who's driving. Okay. I'm driving or he's driving, whatever. Um, you know, get there, get to, uh, get to the practice facility. 
um, get taped up, kind of get get loose, get ready to go, and then practice is, is from 10 to 12, 12.30, depends. Um, yeah, it's five on five a lot, um, you know, basketball practice. Um, going over plays, defense, stuff like that. And then uh, once practice is over, whatever type of, you know, treatment, stretching you want to do, um, some days – I don't do any. Some days, you know, if I'm feeling more sore or, you know, my hips feeling sore or my legs, uh, I'll stretch or get in the cold tub or something. And then uh, we go, I get to go home from like, you know, 12 and then we, we have lifting at three. So usually I get home around like one after treatment and, you know, ice or whatever. And then get home around one, eat some lunch either a sandwich or I don't know, I've been making a lot of food lately. So if I have leftovers, pasta, something like that, and then we've got lifting at three and that goes till five, um, lifting, conditioning, shooting, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, and then some more treatment if you want or not. And then, you know, go home and pretty much the rest of the night's yours. Um, I'm pretty kind of tired by that. So I'm not really, doing much like going going out to see so i mean when we have an off day or something i'm definitely trying to to get out and get around but um yeah then make some dinner and just kind of you know whether it be play some video games talk to talk to some friends call my parents call my brother something podcast talk, podcast stuff go over go over who next week's guest will be <laughs> and then uh yeah and then just kind of rinse and repeat every day so and then, like, it's it's a little different, like, for games on game day. Like, we have, like, a shoot-around from 10 to 11. And then, like, you know, last four years, we have, you know, we've had pregame meal every – before every single game, you know. But there's there's no, like, pregame meal. You're on your own. You know, mm -hmm. you're a pro. You're on your own. <laughs> so, like, it's it sounds, like, dumb, but, you know, you got to – you gotta, you know, cook something up, make some, some pasta, get some energy, and then um, whether we're playing at home or away, get on the bus and and go. And then we don't, we don't really, you know, in college we did, you know, get there the night before and everything. But now it's just kind of go and come back. So um, yeah, it's it's a little bit of adjustment, but it, it's really it's really nothing. So yeah, it's it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much my average day. Got it. Yeah, <clears throat> sounds kind of what I expected, but you know. Yeah, I mean, period, you know, that, that's a lot, especially we'll see. What yeah, happens that, that's something that's going to tone down yeah. though, once the season gets started. So, hmm. but yeah, we've been pushing it pretty hard the last, you know, preseason first couple weeks. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. So we got another question. This is in terms of Bears, and it's from Mark Pantle. Who is your favorite Bears quarterback of all time? Ooh, well. There's not many to choose from, <laughs> okay? I mean, I I was – I can say, you know, I think the obvious answer, like people, oh, Jim McMahon, well, I wasn't even alive. So how can he be my favorite, you know? Um, Jay Cutler is the easy answer, and that's my answer, Jay Cutler. I mean, there was nothing like watching a Bears game with Jay Cutler. You never knew what you were going to get. He could throw three touchdowns, four touchdowns. He could throw two picks. He just – he was awesome, man. He was awesome. He uh, he was tough. I liked how tough he was. I mean, a lot. He got a lot of shit in Chicago. A lot of shit for like you know, people were saying, oh, he doesn't care or, or he's too nonchalant, stuff like that. But he could ball. He could ball, man. He could ball. He could throw the football. He was good in Denver. And when, when the Bears got him and, and Brandon Marshall, we were we had a, we had a pretty good offense. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think we made the NFC Championship game. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough one, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, Jay Cutler for sure. I mean, Grossman was obviously Super Bowl, but he was okay. And then Kyle Orton, you know, not much to write home about. <laughs> Glennon, no, I can't. I mean, like as as a kid, I mean, I guess you know the quarterback as a kid, but like the bear, as a kid, you always know who on the team the best player, right? Like. All the kids know Justin Fields now. They know Khalil Mack. You know, they don't know, like, the quarterback was never our best player. So, I <laughs> I mean, I knew him, but, like, it wasn't like he was my favorite. No. So, I, I was always, you know, Erlacher or, or uh, 
I like Peanut Tillman, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, couple, like defensive guys. I was I was always yeah. even as a kid, I was a huge defense guy. Yeah. Thomas Jones. I like I did like Thomas Jones, Matt Forte, that those type of guys, but uh, Greg Olson. But yeah, like the quarterback, the Bears have never really had like a you know, all star quarterback. So it's mm-hmm. it was different it was was I mean, I was rooting for him still, but it wasn't like so, Jay Cutler, to answer that. All right. Got it. I, I didn't know the answer to that either. Again, not a ton of options. <laughs> not a ton of options. All right. So, do you want to explain? I know you got a little deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to explain that? All right. All right. So, obviously, um, to the people listening and everything, I, I've got this new uh, merch line that I've, I've launched, Krupp Merch. I've got some cool shirts. The link is, is in my bio on Twitter and Instagram. Um, just something to, to kind of connect with the fans and, and everything. And, you know, it's good stuff. It's good gear. It's, it's, uh, it's not just cotton shirts, you know, it's not just like rip off shirts. It's, it's really good quality stuff. So I've, uh, I've partnered with many jerseys and, you know, as, as the season goes on and, and we get a little closer to Loyola season and, and everything, um, there'll be some new drops, some new, you know, some jerseys, some mini jerseys, some, some other cool designs we got working up. So, um, also selling some like photograph pictures um, from from Final Four, Sweet Sixteen, Loyola stuff. So um, yeah, so we're gonna do a giveaway this this week. So you have to ask a mailbag question um, for this week only. If you asked one last week, it doesn't count. So and this is at the end of the podcast. So hopefully you listen to the whole thing. <laughs> um, so any mailbag question, it could be anything, but you got to you got to ask a mailbag question. You'll be put in. To a uh, to a pool, and we'll pick a winner for a uh, for a fear of the stash T-shirt, and uh, yeah, yeah. So ask away, ask away. All right, that sounds good. We'll uh, we'll keep track of that and uh, let us. Know. Yeah, the, we'll I'll announce the winner um, Sunday before the Bears game. So we got a whole we got a week, got about six days, five six days. So right. ask away, man, ask away. Sounds good. Well, I think that should about do us for the week. It was great to have yeah. Clay on. Special thanks for him coming out. Um, again, uh, we, we'd love to hear your feedback. Please follow and share with, with anyone you think would care. And um, submit Get some mailbag. mailbag questions in. All right. Crut, you have anything Thursday. else? No, no. Just thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll hope to see you guys next week for, for some Bears Blurs in Belgium. So... Thank you, guys. All right. Go Blurs. Go Blurs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.